Hello. Dave here. Just a quick one before we start the show. Um, as always, we are running a number of fantasy leagues here at First and Ten, and we want you to be part of them. Um, we are raising money for Myeloma UK, and while there is absolutely no obligation to donate, uh, just you can say you can play our leagues with, for absolutely free. Anything you can do, we are so grateful for. Uh, myeloma is a form of blood cancer that is sadly incurable. Um, Say, so hopefully one day they can find a cure, but uh, anything you can give can help us work towards that cure. Say, so it's a disease that sadly affected my wife's mum, so it's close to our heart. Um, so yeah, as I say, anything you can give, I'm so grateful for. Um, what is more, anyone donating one pound or more will go into a draw to win a signed jersey. So, anyway, there's something in it for everyone. So, for a, a pound, you can win, yeah, a great signed jersey. Um, you can donate at justgiving.com slash fundraising slash fat ffb22. Um, say, if you can even spare 50p, I'll be so grateful to you. Um, so we have leagues from everything from Dynasty to Redraft Leagues with promotion and relegation um, to the Best Ball Cup that at the current time of recording has 30 leagues drafting. So, yeah, it's a pretty big competition. Um, so it's unlimited leagues and unlimited entries. So, yeah, if you want to get involved, just head over to our Twitter account. I say that's where you can find most of the uh, leagues. That is first and ten underscore or at first and ten underscore. Oh, our Facebook page, which is First and Ten, or you can drop me an email. That's Dave at FirstandTen.co.uk. Well, well, I hand over to the rest of the guys, maybe even me. A pair of jeans, a shirt or two. We didn't pack as if we weren't going back. It doesn't matter if it's true. I've got a feeling love will give us what we like. Is waiting up. The world is waiting half a step beyond our door. And if it's not enough, I wanna see the stuff the world has got in store. Uh, I wanna take it on and I'm falling. The cityscape by night, wanna catch in my photos. Where you go, every corner twice as bright. There'll be my treasures forever. When I can't hold you tight, I'll see the Stockholm lights, the Stockholm lights, the Stockholm lights. Welcome back to the First and Ten podcast. This is the AFC West preview. I am Ross. With me is Miles. Hello. And Josh. Good evening. We are here to talk about a very interesting division this year. Four, uh, four good te- three good teams and a team that could be good. Um, so, <laughs> let's... <laughs> I'm, I'm so <laughs> loath to give Russell Wilson any praise now. that He's, he's done me dirty and <laughs> I hope they fail miserably and finish last in the division. But anyway, we'll get to the Broncos because they did finish last in the division last year. But let's start with the team that finished first in the division last year, the Kansas City Chiefs. They finished 12-5. and five. Um, They've had a pretty quiet off-season, really, Chiefs-wise. Uh, they got rid of Tyreek Hill, obviously. He's gone to Miami. We spoke about him on our AFC East preview. Uh, they brought in Carlos Dunlap, who had eight sacks for the Seahawks last season, kind of eight sacks in about three weeks and didn't do anything for the rest of the season. But he's still an impactful player on defence, um, which makes their defensive line a little bit more scary, I think. Yeah, I know it's obviously they've seen um, 
Juju Smith-Schuster and Valdez Scantling go in there as well um, on the offence. Yeah. Um, probably a bit under the radar, really. Um, They're interesting moves, aren't they? Because Juju especially has completely fallen off from where he was a couple of years ago. I think, does that change going under? Um, obviously, with Mahomes as your quarterback, I don't know. Does it bring mm. him back to life? Is that what he's thinking? That's why he's made the move? Yeah. I don't know. Um, but I think you've got to look at the Chiefs and they're going to be well in, well involved again, I think, with the uh, conference games and maybe even the Super Bowl again. Yeah, I think they're one of the early season favourites for the Super Bowl. Miles, what do you think to the Chiefs uh, and their prospects of the season and how they've done this off-season? I think, well, I mean, I really like the Sky Moore pick out of Western Michigan. Um, really interesting player. Not too thrilled about him wearing number 24. Weird number for a wide receiver. Not, not okay. Yeah, it's just a running back number. What's yeah, I know. It's all a cornerback number. It's just yeah. not. Yeah, it's the wrong number, but we'll move past <laughs> that for now. Uh, yeah, really like Sky Moore. He played quarterback and defensive back in high school and then became a wide receiver in college. Um, he only had one season over a thousand yards in college, but clearly he's a really, really good player. Mm. Um, I remember watching an interview with him before the draft and he said in his spare time he used to just run NFL routes with his DBs just on <laughs> just yeah so he's really really committed really hard-working guy interviews well I'm really excited to see what he can do with Mahomes especially as you're looking at their wide receivers now Juju he's good but hasn't played with Mahomes yet Hardman yep. has never set the world alight no. Valdez Scantling same sort of thing Josh Gordon is just never really playing. So, uh, yeah, really, really excited about Sky Moore. Yeah, they've got an interesting bunch there, especially wide receivers. That's, without, that's without kind of adding uh, Travis Kelsey into the mix. Yeah, he is getting uh, older, but yeah, it's still... It uh, has to be. Travis Kelsey is obviously the chain mover, the focal point, but the, they, he's always going to have two guys on him, especially yeah. now Hardman's not there. So I think Sky Moore is going to feature a lot, and I'm really excited to, to watch him. I think that wide receiver position is going to be quite dangerous again. Yeah. Um, I know the run game, it doesn't seem to click with Edwards Hilaire in the backfield. I um, like him, but he can't seem to get it going, can he? No. And like, obviously, I know they've lost Tyreek, um, but some of the names we've mentioned, there's no reason why with Mahomes throwing the ball, they can't turn it on again. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and you've got the best quarterback kind of in the world. I'm not afraid, afraid to say that. I think yeah, that he can make things happen that others can't. Um, they are currently third favourites to win the Super Bowl. The Bills are the favourites currently, um, with the Bucks coming in second. They got Chiefs and the Rams. Um, yeah, they've they've had an interesting off season. They've the Tyreek Hill news kind of it was a shock because it came out of nowhere. There wasn't really a huge sort of build up to it. It just it just sort of happened, and there we go. He's gone to Miami. But it's interesting to see how they will um, rebuild. I think they'll be fine. Yeah. They're coached really well. They've got a really good quarterback. They've got a solid line. I think it'll be good, to, interesting to see um, Ronald Jones run behind that line because obviously Edwards Hilaire has not been amazing. So mm. they've kind of they rotated backs quite a bit. We had Derek Gore running, you know, and yeah, yeah we just we've just seen a lot of running backs at the Chiefs, and some have had good games, some haven't. They paid Rojo on a one year deal, so I think maybe he could carve out the lead back position. I heard uh, this yeah. is Checo guy is playing quite well, training with the starters. They, I don't know if they drafted him or picked him up as a free agent or whatever, but yeah. So their running game is got a lot of question marks, but I'm still because it's the Chiefs, it's exciting. So yeah, 
yeah, it's fun to see what they're going to do. Uh, they were 12 and 5 last year, then. Can we see any drop off from that? Yes. Yeah. But not because the Chiefs get worse, but because everyone else in the division has got better. Yeah, I think that's fair. I, yeah. I think it's a really strong division. You're going to have a lot of shootouts, and sometimes, you know, shootouts don't necessarily always result in the best team winning. Yeah. Sometimes it's whoever has the ball last. So. I think I think there could be a couple of games where they lose, even though they shouldn't have, but they'll still finish top of the division. I think. Okay, Josh. Yeah, top of the division for me as well. Yeah, yeah, I, I tend to agree. I don't think the others have done quite enough uh, to top topple them, but they they will lose more games in division definitely. Um, the Raiders came second last year, ten and seven. Um, I don't know if they did enough to finish second, or if the Chargers kind of gave it to them. Yeah, um, in, that, in that weird, weird, weird timeout call in that game. And I was just like, well, <laughs> if they didn't call that timeout, they would have won the game. I just, there was no logic behind that call. Like, yeah, the I, I just were very chargery last I mean, year. I don't, I don't care, like, I don't care. I didn't care who won that game, but I was just watching it. <laughs> I was actually annoyed because I was like, this is just really stupid. It's almost yeah. like it was fixed because that was, it was so, so dumb that you just, I, I, I don't understand it. I'm, yeah. I don't have words. Mm. So, yeah. Once <laughs> inspected, but uh, really I'm, I'm, I, yeah, I'm jumping on this Vegas Raiders train this year. I really like yep. the look of them. Um, I do actually keep an eye. Out. I've got quite a close friend who's a Raiders fan, so we have like quite a lot of chat about it. Right, um, and obviously a huge, huge wide receiver move with Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, they dropped Chandler Jones in there uh, as yeah. well. Um, on the other side of the ball, Hunter Renfro last year. Another fantastic season. Yeah, and I think if I think if Adams and Renfro can get it going again this year, it's probably one of the most dangerous wide receiver units probably in the NFL. Yeah. Um, and there's no re- like we've mentioned, Kansas losing more games. It's games like the Raiders, I think, where they could maybe fall short this year. Yeah, definitely. I think um what for me personally, Josh Jacobs is a guy I'm targeting in a lot as many drafts as I can. I think he's really underrated and he's gonna get a lot of Easier looks because of Adams being there now and Renfro in the slot. They're going to have, they can't kind of stack the box to stop him. And he's, I think he's just been a little bit underrated in his career so far. He got almost a thousand yards last year, nine touchdowns. Obviously, going to be interesting with McDaniel's. Yeah. Take any of the the Belichick way across the uh, the hill side of the country within my. Uh, yeah. Really interesting. That was that was my worry about um, Jacobs was that. McDaniel's likes as uh, I think if, if he goes the Bill Belichick way of using a committee, then yeah. the Jacobs isn't the guy. But again, who knows? Like it's really unpredictable. So I really I don't think I'd be as high on Jacobs as maybe I was in the past. It's fair. It's fair. Yeah, they got Kenyon Drake there as well, and Brandon Bolden who's come across with um, Daniel. And they drafted Zamir White, was it? Yeah. So you've got so, four uh, running backs there. There's very much a committee is there. Yeah. Use. I think um, it's a very off the seat, off the pitch team as well. Vegas made a lot of issues last year. Mm. Um, I know Ruggs was an issue, wasn't he? Yeah. Off the Gruden and all the email antics. I think there was a lot of that that probably. I know they ended up uh, getting ten wins last year, but maybe they could have gone that a little step further without the distractions. Yeah, I like um, Max Crosby and Chandler Jones coming off the end. So I think that's. Yeah, Crosby, they paid him a lot, didn't they? Yeah. A $98 million deal and he wears 98 or something like that. Yeah. Or five or something, you know, one of those numbers. A nice amount of money to have. Yeah, they're putting together a pretty solid defence there quietly. They've got uh, Perryman as well and Jonathan Abram is... 
hit and miss as a strong safety. He likes a big hit, and if he doesn't hit it, he does tend to miss, um, unfortunately for him. Um, so they finished 10-7 last year. Can we see that again from the Raiders? I don't see why not, personally. Yeah. Would you reckon um, I think, well, again, it's kind of because of this new look division, it's like they shouldn't have won that last game. Mm. So, but then they also have these weird games against Casey where they managed to win. So yeah. I think, you know, nine, eight plus maybe, but I think nine, nine, I think they'll go around nine and I've predicted nine and eight, three times now. I'm not just being lazy. I do <laughs> just with the, the whole 17th game kind of really throws it. And I sort of expect everyone to lose it. So yeah, obviously everyone can't lose the 17th game, but yeah. I think 10, um, 10, 10, 11, definitely, but 10 wins could win you this division this year because every team is yeah. so much stronger. that It's it's all there to play for for every single team. Uh, the Chargers, I was going to call them the San Diego Chargers, I'll forever call them San Diego Chargers. Um, they finished 9-8 last year. Um, they've had a very quiet off-season, I think, for them. They brought in Carl Van Noy, uh, linebacker, and Bryce Callahan at uh, cornerback. Uh, they drafted Zion Johnson, um, offensive lineman, 17th overall. Yeah, from um, Boston College, who is, I mean, I, I'm as a Patriots fan, I kind of watch Boston College by default. Right. He's really good, really good run blocker, and he's really versatile. In his okay. second year at Boston College, he played 11 games at left tackle. So right, okay. he moved back to guard for his final year. So he's a really versatile guy. They'll probably use him as a guard, but if someone like Slater got hurt, they could push him outside if they need to. Right, Okay. Um, I have seen in a lot of mock drafts and a lot of full drafts, Austin Eckler going in the top three picks. That is a bit too early for me, but still, yes, same. definitely a first in fantasy, but not top three. I can understand why he's going that high, especially in PPR leagues. He gets a lot of looks, but yeah, yeah that is a bit high. Josh, what do you reckon? Yeah, I was going to say the same actually about Herbert. I think there's a big hmm. hype about him this year. Um, and I've been seeing him going in the top two or three in most of my fantasies. And for me, fantastic quarterback, not denying this talent. But again, still think that's a little bit too early and probably yeah. a bit too much hype about him in such a tough division. Yes. Yeah, he's got a lot of lot of work to do this year. Um, so yeah, they, didn't, they didn't really do a lot in the offseason. Um, well, they, they drafted Isaiah Spiller, which I thought was interesting because I think they do want to take some of the workload off Eckler. Because right. he's, how old is he now? 26, 27? Yeah, he's getting up there. He's that old, obviously, for a running back. So, And he's obviously the bell cow. So mm. I think Spiller isn't, you know, phenomenal, but he's a good runner. They brought in a new guard as well. So I think they want to keep running the ball because Eckler had to do a lot of break tackle breaking and stuff like that they weren't yes. really a good running team whereas i think if they can throw in spiller take some work off ecola then i think they'll run the ball a bit better they're pretty well set up on offense they've got two thousand yard receivers in williams now and they're both top thousand yards last year but after those two it does drop off quite a bit gerald everett's there now he's moving to his third team in three years mm. he was fine for the seahawks apart from if he tried to throw him the ball in the end zone he wouldn't <laughs> catch it um and yeah, they've got weaker on defense. I think they've lost a couple of players, but they've got Khalil Mack and they've got Joey Bosa. So, I mean, yeah. you don't need much more than that. Derwin James, if he's fit. I think the Khalil Mack trade was, I think, I was surprised. I thought he was worth more than they, I think they gave up a second and a sixth for him. Yeah. And I think he is still worth a first 
to me but absolutely yeah yeah i think i think that's a really good move for them so they clearly see themselves as contenders and with again how everyone in the division is strengthening that's yeah. a necessary move that they made at a good price yeah uh so they were nine and eight last year um should have, been, should have been 10 and 7. It so should have been 10 and 7, yeah. Just call it 10 and 7 because that, <laughs> won't, that won't happen again. We'll never see that happen again, ever. So I don't know. It's a very chargery thing. If we're going to see it from anyone, it will be them again this season. <laughs> <But> <laughs> it, it almost seems pointless to kind of predict the records of these, this division. Yeah, obviously, you could literally throw a dart at all yeah. four of them. Because any for any team could win the division, any team could come bottom. I think even I, Rose, I, I don't think now I've said it's happen, isn't it? I don't think Denver <laughs> are going to do it, but now I've said it, it's obviously going to happen. But no, it's not. I would pick anyone out like LA and KC. One of them most likely to win it. Yeah. Wouldn't be ridiculous if Vegas won it. No, but you know, strangest things have happened. But like Denver, I just I still think they'll do all right. They'll be hard to play against. Mm. Any any out of division teams coming to play them, I think it'll be hard. But I just I don't see them winning it. But again, with you know everyone going crazy, it's again harder to predict the um, actual record or winner. Yeah, uh, let's move on to Denver. Then. I'm going to go ten seven again. <laughs> Every team is ten seven in this division. Um, so the Broncos last year finished seven and ten. Um, they should improve on that. Should they brought Russell Wilson in? That was obviously the big kind of yeah big news of the summer. They also brought Randy Gregory in, but he's already been put on the pup list, so he can't um practice immediately. I'm not sure how long he's gone out for, but they brought Wilson in and they've got Colin Sutton and they've got some good uh running backs. Drafted Nick Benito at end of the second at 64 mm-hmm. overall. He was their first pick because yeah, you know, they were first. Um they brought in Greg Dulcich, or Dul- is it Dulcich? I'm going to say good Dulcich. Yeah, let's go with that. They drafted him in the third, and my theory behind that is that Albert O isn't going to be as featured as we thought. Oh, okay. Because I think the Seahawks wanted Fant rather than yeah. just pushing Fant to the Seahawks. So, because I think if you had much faith in Albert O, you wouldn't draft a tight end in the third. Mm-hmm. But- that's just that's just my theory. So I think Greg Dulcich is going to feature a bit this season. What what do you think to their their running back room? It's kind of just a lot of guys, really. Jerry Judy is flattered to deceive so far. Tim Patrick, um, wide receiver. Yeah, that's a running back. So yeah, wide receiver. Um, and then Cortland Sutton, who I I love Cortland Sutton. I've got had him in Dynasty forever, and I always try to draft him because he's always a good kind of value late round pick. He finished with about seven hundred eight hundred yards last year after missing half the season. Um, I think it depends really on how quickly they get a sort of relationship with Russell Wilson and how they kind of play to his strengths, because that's what Metcalf and Lockett did so well was the fact that they could improvise. I think this is where you look at that wide receiver department when you're looking at teams like Vegas. Um, those names that jump straight out because I still feel that yeah. Sutton and Judy uh, names are just not someone you jump in straight to in the wide receiver department across the no. uh, the AFC. It's um, like you say, Russell, fantastic quarterback. You've obviously got Williams at running back and Melvin Gordon resigned as well. Yeah, um, and I know they do split the workload. Um, so. Again, probably out of the division, they've probably got the easiest start as well um, in their first six games. 
Who could have predicted that? Eh? It's probably <laughs> how quick they can click with Wilson. Yeah. If they if they're willing to let him cook, which which was the thing that the Seahawks apparently never did. Um, <laughs> let Russ cook. Yeah, I was I was never kind of on board with that. The coach is the coach and the coach decides how you play. And if you don't like it, then you, you bugger off, basically. Um but yeah, I don't I don't know. It, it's taken it's, it's taken for Wilson to leave Seattle for me to be kind of open and open my eyes to what like a, a robot and a corporate monster he really is. He's a he's a very very good quarterback and he's a very very safe pick as a fancy quarterback because he'll always get you thirty touchdowns and some it's decent running yards. Yeah, he'll always rush in two or three at least as well. So he he is quite safe. Um, he's never high in the interception numbers. So. It's interesting to see how he fits with a new team. He's thirty-three now, yeah. so but they needed that, they needed that QB upgrade because Teddy wasn't the guy. Teddy so. B, no. He, um... Although fun fun stat about Teddy B, yeah, he was third in the NFL for completion percentage on third down. Wow, well, okay. Put him ahead of Mahomes for that. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's a weird stat, but yeah. Is. Yeah, you might see Teddy this year. I mean, he's only behind Tua. He's losing injuries. So. Yeah, so he might. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he is a he's a good, good backup. Yeah, he's a solid that. hand, isn't he? 18 touchdowns, seven interceptions last year. Um he'll he won't lose you a game. He's a solid enough uh, backup quarterback um for Miami. Um yeah, so what are the are the Broncos gonna I don't know, can the Broncos win the division? No. That. no. No. <laughs> Put it but not because I think they suck. Exactly. I don't think they suck. I think they they look like they have a good team, but I yeah. just think that they they they're a good team. The other three teams are very very good teams. So I just feel like they'll, yeah they'll win, but not they'll not they'll they won't win, but not because they're not good, just because everyone's better. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. Yeah. Um. So there we go. Then. I think we've all got the Chiefs winning the division, have we? Yes, I have. Yes. Well, it's between them and then them and LA or San Diego, as you like to call them. So, yeah. <laughs> it's been San Diego um, I'm, I think I wouldn't be surprised if, if the Chargers won it, but I'm going to go with Chiefs because I'm a coward. <laughs> it makes us look good at the end of the season when we listen back to these and we've all predicted <laughs> the division winners. <laughs> uh, there'll be one division that we get terribly wrong, but for the two we've done so far, I think we're pretty much spot on. Um, so that is the end of our AFC West preview. Um, yeah, we've all predicted the Chiefs and the, the other three teams can battle it out for that second place, really. Um, where can people find you on Twitter, Josh? Uh, I'm at jcaps underscore. And Miles? At Miles Burrell. Uh, I'm at Rossbell underscore underscore. You can find us all at first and 10 underscore where Dave uh, is in charge of that. But tweet him. He's, he's very active on Sundays, um, especially on game days. There's lots of stuff happening. Um, yeah, we'll be we'll be all over your ears. Basically, we'll be in your ears every other day. There's going to be podcasts all the time. Um, there's team specific ones. If you want to get involved with your team and you haven't currently got a podcast for them, then let us know. Get in touch. We will uh, help you sort that out with all the editing for you and all that stuff. All you got to do is talk to Mike around about your favourite team. It's pretty easy. Um, but yeah, we'll be back in a couple of weeks when the season starts. Um, so until then, it's a goodbye from me. It's a goodbye from Miles. Goodbye. And a goodbye from Josh. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you. And we'll see you next time.
pair of jeans, a shirt or two We didn't pack as if we weren't going back It doesn't matter if it's true I've got a feeling love will give us what we like The world is waiting up The world is waiting half a step beyond our door yeah. And if it's not enough 